Welcome to Talking Town, the flagship podcast with the Gov and the media mogul, Matthew Phillips. Question, why can't Ipswich have a dog? Because they can't hold on to a lead. Another display, another goal, another late equaliser. The Gov and the mogul discuss everything Ipswich and hand it over to you, the fans, to have your say. Enjoy. Hello again, my friends, and you are my friends, and welcome to this, your Sunday flagship podcast. I am your host, The Gov. I'm looking forward to discussing the world of Ipswich Town Football Club with you, despite the fact I wouldn't give them a dog to look after, because they couldn't hold on to a lead. That's as far as my comedy goes. If you've got any better jokes, then please do let me know the the, the, the the live chat is really, really busy this morning, and I absolutely love to see an incredibly busy chat. If you're watching this live, I apologise, my friends, for being late. If you're listening on cat on our audio platforms or watching on Catch Up, we were never late in the first place. But I'm glad you could be with us. Right while we wait for the mogul, I did say to him we'll start at 1:40, so he's not late. He's bang on the money. But while we wait for the media mogul, let's do a couple of things we normally do on a Sunday afternoon. First and foremost, well, not actually, no, not normally, because this is not something we normally do on a Sunday. But we do have a bonus prediction league for you with the link coming into the chat in approximately five seconds time. Uh, three, six, nine, 12, 15, 18 points on offer. The reason why I'm doing a bonus prediction league this week is because obviously we're coming towards the end of the season. I have yet to do an up-to-date league table to show you, but I'm desperate, desperate to get as many as I possibly can into potential prize winning positions if i show you the league table from game week 31 bear with me this is four weeks out of date i will get there eventually my friends um then you'll see the t- the players with yellow scores are in the prize positions with ben moore on equal points and we will include him but there are so many so close to the the prizes and i'm going to get some really good prizes lined up for the eventual winner those Players in yellow will go into a hook to draw, but I'm desperate to get as many as many of you as I possibly can into it. So there is six games, 18 points to possibly win. So please do get involved. Um, I've just been asked. Hi, Gov. Good afternoon, Simon and Nikki. I hope you are both well. How was your fish and chips with your mum yesterday? Fish and chips with my mum was delightful. I had a haddock beautifully cooked at the fish dish in Felixstowe. If you've, I said this is not a paid plug, but if you've ever been there, you'll know how good it is. If you haven't, then you're missing out. It was my late father's birthday yesterday. It was my late dad's favourite place alongside the spa gardens was the fish dish. We went there and we had fish and chips and we laughed and we joked. And they spoke about Dad. I'm not quite able to do that just yet, but they spoke about him. And then we went to the cross of the arcades where my two-year-old son stole the show, as you would do in an arcade with loud music and flashing lights and and God knows uh, what else. But thank you very much, Simon and Nikki, for 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 asking all of the same. Uh, Mike D, I'm having a weekend away at Oldbra next week for my birthday. Looking forward. Do you know? I don't think that made the best fish and chips. I don't think we had a fish and chip shop make the best fish and chips list in Suffolk, which I just found. Uh, I want on the one hand surprising, but on the other hand, having had family from Romford and those London stroke Essex roots, 
quite understandable because some of our fish and chip shops are just not up to the standard of 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 even Romford. And welcome to Talking Fish and Chips with your host, the Gov. Anyway, we'll move ourselves on from from the fish and chips to our TT fifth standards while we get Mr. Mogul ready. He's in his TT merch. He's got the idea. He's got the plan. But a huge thank you to every single person on this list. If I had the time, I would I would go through every single one of you individually and thank you uh, because honestly, you are the reason why I do the shows. You are the reason why I'm sitting here this morning looking at the diary, planning summer content, planning the summer diary, putting together hopefully what will be an entertaining summer summer package of of content for you. Uh, and if you've got any ideas, please do send them in via the email, homedressroom89 at gmail.com. We've had a couple of people already fire some great ideas into the email box. So um, we're looking to act on those. Callie says fish and chips don't count unless you had black country chips. I've never really even left Suffolk or Essex, mate, let alone gone into the Midlands. Although my sister-in-law is at the University of Birmingham, so maybe one day, who knows? Kev Gates. Hi, Simon and Nikki. I'll buy you both a drink. Oh, that's a proper conversation. I'll leave it there. Heidi, packing my suitcase for holiday while watching off to sunny Grand Canaria. Well, Heidi, have a fantastic time. And don't forget, I love a bottle of sangria. Speaking of which, when do I collect mine? When do I collect my bottle of sangria, Mr. Phillips? <laughs> Used to be like people said, bring me back 200 Marlborough, wasn't it? Back in the day. Yeah, 200 Marlborough <laughs> lights, please, mate. No, camel. Good old camel. Camel. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, always yeah. knew who had gone on an all-inclusive two weeks in, in Europe. They came back with camel cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, and they spoke like that for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. How are you, buddy? Well, I've, I've woken up with a cold slash hay fever, which is equating to man flu in my book, so... You're all lucky I'm here. <laughs> well, uh, it was touch and go, but I've just proved yeah. I can do a five-minute one-man show. Not quite I can do a 60-minute one-man Yeah, it would be, show. would be difficult, I feel. But, uh, yeah, look, we're here to talk town. It's all good. Everyone everyone watched the boxing last night? We'll see highlights of it in whatever Well, let's we... start there, because that's a good place to start whenever we have a talking town on the Sunday after a boxing fight. Obviously, yeah. we had some good numbers tune in for our pre-fight. Yeah. Uh, right. special on the thursday very grateful for that aren't we first and foremost I think. yeah absolutely anyone who wants to listen to me chat boxing for half hour i appreciate it <laughs> it, is, it is so uh tyson fury dillian white what yeah. are your thoughts because uh well, you're interesting well i mean look the uh, the americans were complaining they had to pay something like 80 dollars i was complaining dollars for the, uh, the undercut it was absolutely terrible other than isaac lowe versus uh nick ball which was an absolutely tremendous fight. And um, I don't know if you'd be able to watch that back on YouTube if you've not seen it. Put that in. You, you will be that. able to at some point. That was really good. It'd probably be on a BT app at some point, I would have thought, if you got that. Um, but yeah, Tyson won in six rounds. I think you said six rounds, didn't you, mate? You said I think rounds? I did, yeah. I think I did. I think six I did. Rounds? I can't quite remember. But I certainly did say Tyson would knock him out. It was certainly a bit of a plodding fight to begin with. I mean, Tyson was obviously on the back foot, as we predicted he probably would be. And then it didn't really take much to, to get Dillian out there, did he? He sort of measured it with the jab and then that big right uppercut, which has stopped Dillian before uh, against Joshua and Povetkin. And it floored him again. So that's clearly his uh, crypt tonight, isn't it? Dillian White. And um, yeah, I don't, obviously Tyson was saying that he was, that's it for me. Maybe for the time being, until the dust has settled on Joshua Usyk too. And until I don't he told ESPN that he was going to be fighting the UFC oh, heavyweight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a, big, a big hitter himself. In the octagon, 
but whether or not he could live with Tyson's another thing. I think that would be an exhibition anyway. I do know that they've been looking at these kind of exhibitions that Mayweather was sort of parading the world, travelling the world doing. He's got another one coming up in Dubai where they pay you like 10 million just to have a little mm. run around for five rounds. So I think he's looking at that. I think he'll go back to WWE. It was quite telling that Triple H and Stephanie McMahon sent him a good luck message. So he's obviously got a lot of love over there. They're the world's his oyster moment, but I think you'll see him against Joshua Oysig. Absolutely. Who can oh, and it'll be big money as well, particularly if it's AJ that goes through USIT because... Well, that's the other thing, isn't it? What's it going to take to get me out of retirement? 40 million? 50 million? He did say money doesn't buy you happiness, but, you know, helps though, doesn't it? It, uh, yeah, it certainly <laughs> gives you a good, good chance to, to, to at least a, a, obtain it. Um, he, did, he didn't say he's retiring. He just said he promised his wife after the, the trilogy he would. Nice. And then here we, here we are. And there's always going to be that here we are until I think he gets beat personally or he goes out on top as the unified... Uh, champion, but a great way to end the fight. Jab, uppercut, good night. He's a beauty. Dillian was okay, thankfully. Um, and he's done all right out of it as well. He'll come again. Um, yeah, still lots to look forward to. I think they announced Josie Parker, who we mentioned was the alternate opponent for last night, against Joe Joyce for the summer, which is a really good fight. Probably be on bloody box office again. And whether or not Joe Joyce's box office, I'm not sure. But in terms of a contest, I think that'd be very good. Yeah. Kelly to visit at this point, Tyson Fury only fights so he can get bigger crowds to hear him sing. Love hearing him sing. Uh, and he praised Jesus Christ straight afterwards, as I always love to see as well. So that's the boxing. Yeah. Now we come to the main event of the evening. We've had fish and chips. That was the undercard. We've had the boxing as the semi-main event. And here we are, main event, Ipswich Town, away at crew. I've titled the show, Matt, um, Why Don't Ipswich Town Have a Dog? because yes. they can't hold on to a lead. And yet again, we are going to be discussing crew snatching. I'm going to put snatching as the, as as it is. A 1-1 draw, a point. Now, you're not very happy. Is that still no. the case? No, I've chilled out now because I've watched the box. You've chilled out. Uh, but, um, yeah, I wasn't happy yesterday. I mean, look, how do I put this? I don't want loads of people getting on me back a bit, but you and me have chatted about this. The season is not ending well for McKenna. For Ashton, for anybody involved no. uh, on the coaching staff or behind the scenes at Ipswich. I mean, what was it? I think crew have won like three games since the turn of the year. So like three yeah. wins and something like 20-odd matches. And then lo and behold, we keep conceding the same goals again, don't we? Again, it was a great strike, like the, like the guy at Shrewsbury. But again, it broke in the middle of the park and he's had, he's rifled it past Norton. We conceded the late goals at Oxford uh, against Wigan. The sheen has come off McKenna for me. And... Um, which is understandable. I'm not saying he's crap or anything before everyone starts getting moody about it, but he's still a learning manager. But we're not ending the season. Well, what is it? One win in nine? Two wins in nine? Yeah, one win in eight, I think Cruncher said yesterday. I wouldn't mind if we were kind of like progressing. Look, it, the, the playoffs is always going to be a long shot. But as Cook found when he took over Lambert's team, we've gone back down the table again. It's really odd. And I, I what the answer is, God only knows. Otherwise, we'd be in the Premier League, right? So I don't know what the answer is, but it's bloody frustrating. Oh, and I've, you know when it's going wrong at Ipswich because the emphasis goes on the great travelling fans. I know there was a lot of yep. Morsey did it, Chaplin did it. It's great. What great away support. I'm sure that comes from the comms office. Just say everyone's had really great away support. It was up to me and my mad ultras mind. I wouldn't go. As, I'd have no one there. <laughs> Just a banner saying you let us. You're down. like me. You're like me. You're like me. It's, it's a little bit. I, I applaud them, salute them. They're warriors. They're great fans. All of the above. You've got to send the message. That's my opinion. 
That's yeah, I don't think we send a message by taking 1,200 up each week or whatever it is. But, you know, I mean, pay your money, take your choice. And, and, and yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, as Callie asked here, question, uh, is KM the real deal? Do we finally have a manager bounce for a bit? I'm going to show you uh, two league tables, do excuse me. First of all, it is the League One table, as I always do on a show. It does make for depressing reading because I've got to scroll down a lot, my friends. No longer <laughs> do we sit comfortably in notes at all fits on one page. On the I mouse now still. have to slide yeah. down. We're sitting in 11th. We could finish as high as 9th, but it is unlikely. Uh, a win for Portsmouth on Tuesday against... Uh, oh, they're in the prediction league. I should know that. I just wrote, I just, I've just written it, literally. Uh, Wigan. Could, we'll see us end uh, either 10th or 11th. That's not pretty reading, is it? That league it's table. It's just terrible. I've said, I've said it on here before. It's embarrassing, actually. Look, a team that got promoted out of League 2 is ahead of the, the team with the, one of the biggest... One of the biggest uh, budgets in the whole of the football league. Well, you, you, could go, you could go further. A team that's just been promoted, having had financial difficulties in the last twenty-four months. Yes, do you remember we beat five 0 up there against the yeah. youth team? I mean, so not only like... have they rebounded better, they've rebounded further. <laughs> which happened, they've just had a yeah. reset. That those <laughs> last five for me is worrying because there's not one green on there, which is you know. No. Shows you how ill health you are. If I show you the, the other league table, which is the form table, well, that one there, it, it, that, that, one may, that may make you cry a little bit. Oh, uh, okay. Because <laughs> it's not, it's even worse a reading because Ipswich Town are fourth from bottom in the mm. form guide. Only wow. Wimbledon, Gillingham, and Shrewsbury are below Ipswich yeah. Town in the form table the form table covering yeah. the last five games i could go further but yeah, i shan't because it may yeah. depress me further <laughs> so as Callie asks real deal or manager bounce i think it'd be harsh to say if he's the real deal look he's done what 20 games 22 games or something like that so, so he's, he's still so early in his career but I, it worries me that everyone's going oh next season's gonna be okay we'll get it right next season based on what i just just blind faith at the moment based on People that you know, we don't, we've got this squad that finished 11th, most probably going into next season. The summer again is going to be massive. Um, we'll have to see who he brings in before we actually make any uh, a new departs before we actually make any yeah. uh bold predictions as next year's going to be all right because you'll have Peterborough come down, you'll have Barnsley come down. Whether or not Barnsley are going to be a contender, I don't know. Ditto Derby, who knows who yeah. Derby's owners are going to be, whether or not Wayne Rooney will still be the manager. There's a, there's a huge load of narrative out of that one, yeah. But, and whoever doesn't get promoted this season, one of Wickham, Knoxford, a Sunderland, an MK Dons, it could be a Rotherham, whoever, Plymouth. It's going to be just as competitive. So I've worked out, I think we've been doing something like, McKenna's done something like 1.7 points per game, which gets you to 79 points. So actually, over the case, over, over 46 games, which actually wouldn't get you into the playoffs again. Because you need, it's 80, isn't it? Sixth place teams on 80. Can you believe that? The sixth place teams on 80, Martin. Who's getting promoted in second? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's been a mad, mad league, you know, league this year. Next year could be either a little bit easier, a little bit more tougher. I think it is. I hope it's easier. You don't be bloody trying to pitch on a, a promotion run on 80 points, finishing sixth or seventh, do you? Um, but no. at, the, at the moment, there's nothing to show me that any next season is going to be any different. And if the chance history doesn't show you that when we say next year is going to be our thing, I mean, Stu Watson put an easy thing in today. It's time for this club to deliver. Bloody, I've been saying that since we've got. Relegated at Anfield. Well, what's my what, what, what's one of my things? Don't 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 tell me. Show me. I'm always exactly. saying that. Don't tell me. Show me. Because I've been told for years to show me now. Nothing. 
This club's done nothing. Like we keep saying, it's a bit of a running joke now, isn't it? We only, mm. We've not been to New Wembley. I know a lot of clubs went to New Wembley as part of the first played in there. But yeah, do you know what I mean? It would just be typical of town that they, they're in that mix with all these other little crappy teams. But you talk about teams, you know, Ipswich falling and falling down and Bolton overtaking us. Well, we're going to be on parity with Forest Green Rovers next season. Maybe Sutton. Two mainstay non-league sides from God knows how long. You know, I'm going to... F- I, I, I'm going to answer Callie because obviously not, there's only two of us, so I can't be the impartial bring the balance host today. I'm going to give an opinion. I think McKenna is the real deal. I like McKenna. He's a student of the game. Yes. We play some fantastic, exquisite stuff. We're not quite That's the finished fine. article. I, I think I think a lot of the game, we switch off, which is a League One player trait, I think. Yeah. Otherwise, there'd be a higher player, a higher level. We're just a couple of of players away. But I, I do think, to answer Kelly, he is the real deal. And it is certainly different. And I know it's been spoken about on social media quite a bit over the last 24 hours to this time last year under Cook. It, for me, it does feel different. I was never bought... You'll, you'll know this from our private WhatsApp groups. I was never bought on Paul Cook. I was never... Really? I kept the receipt and I was yeah. never bought. I kept yeah. saying, uh, you know... Then the summer happened, and I thought, you know what, this is a squad that could win the league, should win the league, and it should be higher than what it is. I won't go as far as say best squad, as some some, some would say, but it should be higher than ninth. Uh, Frank says, I'm still looking forward to next season, but we must stop the trend of not finishing teams off when in control. Recruitment this summer is key. Quality over quantity. Paul P. McKenna seems very clear. He knows what he's doing over the summer. Going to be an interesting few months. Um, just a side note, I've had a couple of WhatsApp messages in the last 10 minutes. We are going to be having a link coming very shortly, so be ready with the trigger finger. Stephen Parry, sometimes it's harder to get the right players when you have a bigger choice than when you have little choice. Uh, Mike D, I think the season has been dead for a few months. Wouldn't read into yeah. form much. I don't know, you say. This, Mike said this on yesterday's show, Matt, and I... <sighs> I take, I don't think I take humbrage with it, but I don't know if I agree with it. Like it's all, everything's important, is it? Because it's about standards, culture, and habits. Habits, habits. Um, don't know where that came from. Don't know where that came from. Maybe laugh. I'll start sneezing. Um, but you know, because you've got to. Yesterday was that the standard? Was that the culture? Was that the habit we want to take into the new season? And then, of course, you can get into the mindset of it doesn't matter. Results then differ and momentum falls off, which is what we're seeing now. So where are you on this? Doesn't matter. It's been dead for a while. It's all irrelevant. I don't think, as professional athletes, I don't think anything's ever dead. I mean, they've got their professional pride. And if they're looking for, you know, if you've got out of contract or you're, you know, you've got interest from other clubs, I think I think professional athletes are always going to be that, you know, always going to have that be that, have that competitive edge, that competitive spirit. Look, I mean, bloody hell, the season's over for group. The kid sends a rocket in from 25 yards. Yeah, good girl. <laughs> the team's good finishing girl. bottom of the table. So that just that that, that illustrates the argument, doesn't it? I, I just think um well it didn't help Burns didn't play, although KBY, you called it yesterday, didn't you, right? He thought he'd have a pretty decent game and he got the assist, which was good to see. Whether or not he's gonna be in the mix next season, I don't know. Um but I mean look, this 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 faith there where McKenna says I'm crystal clear in what needs to be done, which is great. And he did Funny enough, the, the guys who sit around me, David and everybody, always say to me, one goal is never enough, Matt, when we go one up. And McKenna did say that himself yesterday. One goal is never enough in League One. Funny enough, talking of goals, and I know I saw the Fishman talking about Piggott on Twitter this morning. I've never actually watched the Piggott highlight reel at Wimbledon, which is about eight minutes long, all these goals. 
So I decided to watch it today and kind of compare what we saw yesterday. I mean, bloody hell. If you if he was still at Wimbledon and that was this season, you'd be looking at that guy going, get that guy in. He's quick. He's coming deep. He's playing beautifully timed balls for like what would be the equivalent of Chaplin or Selena or Bose to run on and score. He, I mean, their crossing's much better, by the way, at Wimbledon. <laughs> I must say, from, from the highlight reel. And it's almost like a magnet. He's there around the penalty spot. He's there between the penalty spot and the six-yard box. And the ball just finds him. Um, he looks completely different. I mean, he's wearing number 39. Now, whether or not he needs to get that number back, I don't know. Rather than number nine. I think I thought number. I thought yesterday I, I saw a few a few flashes from, from Pigger. You know, he, he he had a few flashes of the goal, didn't hit the target. But I think I like like a Macaulay Bond, he's starting to get into his own head. He's starting to know Perhaps he, needs he has this pre- he, he needs the break as well as, as well as Bond does. We need that one back at Wimbledon. I mean, like I say, that's the first time I've seen it. Richard told me about it before. He said, "Oh, go watch it, watch it." So I just out of interest this morning, you know, not feeling too well. I watched it. He, if, if that was this season, everyone in these comments right now will be going, "Get him in." So what's happened at Portman Road for him? Pressure. He's had a bad year. He's had a manager. Manager bring him in. Manager gets sacked. He's had some personal issues with his, you know, with the death of his father. Yes. Um, and then he's had the pressure of actually knowing that fans aren't happy, fans are expecting. And he, and he himself is a professional football player. He has high standards, I have no doubt. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. every time he enters the field, the field of play, he wants to score. And you see it up and down the leagues, be it the best players or the worst players, they all have an expectation. And when it doesn't go their way, you hear commentators always snatching at it. Or he just needs to let it come to him naturally, you know, because they start putting the pressure on themselves. I don't need Joe Pigger of Wimbledon. I don't need 20 goals. I need five to eight goals next year from Joe Pigger. That's what I need. Oh, you, you, like this idea, you like this idea of spreading the goals around, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Moneyball system. What's the film with Kevin Costner? It's a great, you know, don't, don't get me a 20-goal season. Get me for a full. But no, but as a third or fourth piece, if your third or fourth piece striker has got five goals, that's good. That's a good return from the number of minutes. And you don't want, you don't need, I mean, you'd love it. Don't be wrong. You'd, you'd be in fit, you know, seventh heaven if Joe Pickett of, of Wimbledon turned up and scored 25 goals next year. But you don't need that expectation on him. You just need that go out. I need five goals a year from you. I need eight goals a year from you. And who knows where it goes? You're kind of relying on everyone else stepping up to the plate there as well. <laughs> that's, re- that's recruitment, though, isn't it? But that's you're down to dealing, recruitment. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. You're dealing with humans here <laughs> rather yeah. than cartoon yeah. characters or computer games or whatever it yeah. might be. It's difficult. I mean, look, he's got two this season. I mean, like, one's an own goal, really. One was a pen. I think mean, he scored at Gillingham, didn't he, in the, in the Pizza Cup. I don't know. Sometimes you think to yourself, could the answer be under our nose all along? But, I mean, he looks completely different from that feeder. I would love it if he was back to that, that, that guy in that video because... He looks absolutely on fire, but had had you got eight goals from Joe Piggott this year, so five more than he's got at the yeah. moment, you've got that's that that's a healthy collection it's of players, isn't it? It's, I mean, look, if he's just scored a consolation in a three-one loss or something, that really make no difference. If it's the winning goal each time, then suddenly you've got fifteen points, haven't you? You, you those are things you can't yeah. you can't quantify, you can't discuss because no. you don't know when the goals are going to come. What 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 you do know is that if you had a player like Bon on the number he's on. Burns is on, Chaplin's on, Pig on eight, Morsi on five or eight. You suddenly, because we're about 10 to 15 goals, if you go by just goal scored, behind the the leading three. And you've got to hope those 10 to 15 goals would have come against your Morecambe, nil-nil, your Fleetwood, nil-nil. They would have been the deciding points or yesterday, a a second goal. They may well have come in a consolation. But you can't, you know, see quantify. Well, we're not. 
made me laugh yesterday because I watched the game on with the crew commentary on because you can switch between the two. I quite like the crew commentators from last season. I thought they were quite good. Uh, and they were like, uh, there's some big units in that Ipswich defence. You've got Danassian. They actually got Danassian's name right. There's Wolfenden. There's Burgess. They're big lads. There'll be a threat from corners and set pieces. Mark my words. I was like, hey, he really hasn't researched this number. <laughs> <laughs> that's basic research that isn't it uh just just watch this platform yeah. for more than 10 minutes we often highlight the, yeah. uh, the corners being an issue ben moore i do i do think i'd sign Paul in the summer you don't score 12 goals and become a shit striker overnight he hasn't had the service that he had at the start of the season carl brook that i mean that's true carl brooks sometimes players just don't suit systems to styles pieces all wrong for mckenna ball only striker that suits is jackson but he's not the answer we need two new strikers for sure it's pat stephen parry but forwards are there to score regardless of who scores where did we, we get these two strikers from then? Because people might be looking for new strikers. Barnsley, Derby, other other clubs around us. We're not just, you know, I don't I don't like the idea of it just going in and throwing the money in and like getting these mercenaries in. I mean, that was what was so great about Bond, wasn't it? That he, you know, it's come from the North Stand and all that kind of thing. But, you know, and, and the geography of it just might not suit. Remember Queen used to say, which I thought was a bit of a lame excuse, you say, oh God, but it's out on the East Coast, no one wants to come here. I mean, there might be players that we look at and they think, no, I don't want to go to East Anglia. I want to go stay in the Midlands or, or whatever. Well, that's when you do pay a premium, though, isn't it? You pay an East Anglian premium, a 10% surcharge almost for living in a great oh, part of the world. We can maybe afford that, do you know what I mean? But And you've got to be the right kind of characters. Now, we know with Ashton and McKenna, there's so much data going into all these things that it's probably on this mm-hmm. da- the, the dashboard that hopefully you'll see over the summer at some point, Mike. Um, I'm making it my mission. I'm coming for the dashboard, Ashton. Yeah, making it my mission. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's easy. Well, I mean, I don't think it's that easy to say that they'll just automatically come here. If you don't want money to talk, you need the the the, the, the selling pattern. The pattern of sale needs to be really good from McKenna, Ashton, Rolls, and who else was who else is involved in talking to to agents, to players, to to chairman? Because agents aren't stupid. Players aren't stupid. If you've seen a club play, like yesterday in the chat before today's show, sorry, yeah. we're talking, is it two up front? Was it one up front? Was it three? Was it this? Well, you know, agents, players, etc. they know this information. So if you know this is a club targeting two or three strikers, you're going to look after your interest, which is your player, and you're yeah. going to say, well, you know, you need to look after us a little bit better because there's no guarantees in being the number one striker. You know, players aren't stupid. Yes. They want to play football. Absolutely. This is why I never get this argument, why people like are so sold in on Selena. Oh, I don't say Selena. Well, he's never committed to it. So just, it's been alone the entire time and no one is bigger than the club. No one well, is bigger than the club. Isn't that circumstance, though, more than the player? Well, I don't know. Who knows what goes on behind? Well, the circumstance no. being we were tight as... We had, we had long pockets and short arms under the previous re- regime. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, we, you know, we are where we are under... Really, what I was going to make these plays are just passed, just ships in the night when it comes. We are there for the long haul. Everyone here, you put your money into the club. Players take the money out of the club. Say wage. You know, it, the, we're always going to be there. So the, that, I never try and get too attached to players. When I was a little kid, I did obviously John Walk and all that, and Martin with Matt Howland when he left, and <laughs> you wouldn't come out of your bedroom and all that kind of thing. <laughs> but. Um, that, that, We've just got to get in the right characters, I think. We've got to get in these right characters that McKenna and Ashton do identify. Absolutely. But don't get too hung up on the players. No one is bigger than the, the club, absolutely. They're here to make a living, not not to make well, it. One man's one man's coin is, is, is his own business, as they say. But yeah. I'm more concerned with when we, you know, when we when we say, oh, we need two or three strikers. Well, 
that's when you get the drop off in quality normally because you get the outstanding number one. Yeah. But then the two and the three are usually up and coming players. Like Joe Piggott, yeah. one great year. Is he ascending? Let's bring him in because they know I'm not coming to be the one. I'm coming to compete to be the one, but there's no guarantee. And they're happy for that because they're normally leaving a, an AFC Wimbledon to come yeah. to a bigger club. You're yeah, not going to get, in my opinion, if if the system is the system, unless the patter is right or they explain we're going to be a two up front system, yeah. I don't think you're going to get two outstanding quality strikers. I, I don't see it. No, it's like I always remember like when uh, Ellie, um, what's his face, Nathan Tyson, who was the uh, Earnshaw, Tyson and Earnshaw Forest, they, they were like two outstanding strikers. I used to think we should sign those two when they were there. So kind of pushing for motion with Nottingham Forest. Um, yeah, it's difficult when you, if, if we do carry on playing one up front. What was the thoughts on yesterday then? Did anyone think Norwood was on the left-hand side, but at, at moments doing that sort of diagonal to to partner Piggott? Well, I've, I've looked at his... Well, I thought it was two up top. When we had the little conversation pre-show in the chat, um, it was three, maybe two of the one. Going by his Thank heat you. map... yeah. He played predominantly in the middle with sprinkles of right more than left, but mm. but both sides. Mm. Uh, I, 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 modern football is so flexible that in possession it can be yeah. one thing and out of possession it can be another. Yeah. Um, transition it can be one thing. But what I would say is our transition is not quick enough, home or away. We need to start moving that ball like it's a hot potato and we want to get it somewhere quick because well, we, we are so popular, didn't we? We did that against Schlingham away, which was like, Wickham his first game in charge, not right, right and thinking, because it was cancelled, yeah. wasn't it? No, Wickham yeah. was his first game, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, to the second game, his first away game. Um, that's the only time we've really seen that. And we we had that extended period, didn't we, where the Boxing Day game was had been cancelled or one of the games yeah. had been cancelled. He had more time on the grass with them all. I mean, is he got, like we said last week, has he really got a magic wand? Is he going to be able to turn this around in between May and the start of the season on July the 13th? Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? I hope so. He can't, he can't. With, with relegation last year. I mean, absolutely. That's probably one of the, I was thinking really, why, where did he go wrong for this season? And I know Mike and me have mentioned this on the show before, Mike DeFishman. He never got, Cook never got Liam Richardson, did he? I think he always, we always felt he would come to Portman Road, didn't he? Um, and you can, with good reason, you can see now what maybe was the brains of the outfit compared to who's the top of the table and all that. But um I don't know. I don't know. We've, I, we've, I upset, we've upset be, Steve still... Bailey. Oh, have we? Yeah, he's left an angry Facebook emoji. Oh, no. Steve, Steve what have we done? We just, <laughs> it's not our fault we can't hold a lead. <laughs> We're just, not responsible, Steve. We're just having Steve. a chat, Steve. We're just Steve. having a chat. <laughs> <laughs> Link incoming in about 30 seconds time. Uh, are we as good as some people are billing us as, 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 as or are we as bad as others claim? Jackson Danassin, are they the answer? Morsi, our attacking goal scoring midfielder, which is where we're going to come to now. Uh, I've got to drop the link. Where do you see Morsi? Because it was a little bit of chatter on the on the post-game show last night. In the summer, are you looking to bring in a midfield player to, to allow Morsi to, to be the role he's playing currently? Or are you looking to bring a midfield player in that, that is a box-to-box goal-scoring midfielder in the Tommy Miller-esque to allow Morsi back to what he was pre before he got changed. Because currently, I'll, I'll start, personally, I'm not seeing enough from Sam Morsi in the role he's playing. Can he get eight goals next year? <coughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's an interesting one, that. It's in you or not. I do feel like he is box-to-box, but not in the traditional 
kind of sprinting box to box. I mean, he's not got a lot of pace moves, yes, he, but he does get back. He's more of a lumbering. He's more of a lumbering style of athlete, isn't he? And he gets stuck oh, in. Mossy. But he does he, he does float around the opposition D, doesn't he? And he has, as we saw in the in the game against Wigan, he was there on the spot to to score to make it two one. I do feel like actually in that role he probably would get you your eight your eight goals. Yeah, you know, I do I do feel like that. I, if we're gonna carry on playing this kind of like hybrid of like a three four three or whatever it might be with three five two, it's probably three four three, isn't it? I mean the, the role Backinson is playing is allowing Morsey to get forward. Now you're yeah. not gonna get many goals from the holder, are you, in terms of Backinson? I mean, we've got what one maybe? I think you've got against Donny. Um, and then where and then you've got the question of where does Evans fit into this? Because you would have thought he would be the a starting midfielder once back and fit. I don't know, it's an interesting one, really. I mean, look, he got a bloody hat trick in one game. <laughs> Evans, mm. didn't he? Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, he did. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where that midfield sits next season. I do feel like maybe once the McKenna maybe does get in the personnel he wants, there could be some kind of formation change. I know you're saying that, you know, tactics takes a back seat a little bit in terms of principles and moving the ball and all that kind of thing. But you know, maybe it will be a, a certainly the three works at the back, doesn't it? That seems pretty solid to me. And you can still have win backs with the five. So, I mean, that could change. Yeah, three, five, two, maybe. Well, the back three has to change. If, if, if you're going to keep the three at the back, that has to change. And maybe that's a, we'll, we'll cover that tomorrow night's show. But um, I don't think Burgess at left centre back works if you want to play a three. I think you need something more advanced. I'll go into that maybe a bit tomorrow. But with Morsey. Well, you'd have Edmondson, wouldn't you? Yeah, you need somebody. You need people who yeah. can progress past the halfway line, can get yes. involved. Because, like yesterday, for example, no disrespect. Do you need three cent and a half? Probably not. So one can go and be a midfield player, and that's what you see from Luke Wolfenden from time to time, stepping forward, being involved in the play. Don't be scared, like like a Sol Campbell, ninety eight, ninety nine for England, going to midfield. Don't be scared. You've got the ability with the ball, particularly at this yeah. level. Mm-hmm. Go and play. Go and get involved. Mm-hmm. Go and dictate. Go and have fun. You know, it's it's League One and prove you're a cut above if if, if you are but Morsi great captain I'm going to disagree with Budgie in the chat there sets the culture sets the tone is the leader is the warrior he plays in my team every single week every single week there isn't a game I want to play about Sam Morsi but it's about getting the best out of Sam Morsi and I don't know Stephen if that's the box-to-box goal-scoring role or if that's the sit-and-protect role where do you see the Morsi I think he's got a box-to-box player in him. At the end of the day, I think a lot of it depends on who plays with him. You know, I I, I had a disagreement with uh, Mike yesterday. I I still think Backinson played well yesterday. You know, people can disagree with that. But he he seemed to be the only one who wanted to try and make forward runs and forward passes. Everybody else didn't. And for me, you're not going to score unless you're trying to get the ball forward. Now, I'm not suggesting that we sign him to be the man with Morsey. And I'm not suggesting Evans is the man with Morsey. But those two, as backups, I'd be happy with. If we had Backingson, Evans, Morsey and another for those two positions, because we've got to remember, we can't just pick an 11 because we're not going to have an 11 all season. Morsey's going to get suspended, other players are going to get injured. So we need backups as well. Now, Backingson as a backup, I'd be quite comfortable with that. And I think he'd come as a backup. Yeah, because Bristol City don't. Him. They've made that perfectly clear. And I think he offers something, you know. And we've got to, you know, everybody was saying, well, why didn't we go for that guy from Fleetwood or whatever? He didn't want to come. He wanted to be the Morsey. And we already had that. 
That's why he went to Sunderland and he's playing first-team football because we weren't offering him first-team football. And we've got to realise that. Yeah, we need four or five players. We need probably two strikers, which I've said all along, McKenna doesn't like any of them. That's why he's been rotating them all the bloody time. He's never had a settled formation. Baron Baron Jackson, he's never had a settled striker because he's not convinced on any of them. And realistically, yesterday just proved that point to me. You know, it proved it to, to him as well. You know what? You had Pigger unmarked 18 yards out and the ball goes 20 yards over the bar. Get a grip. And we're paying 10 grand a week for that. Come on. That's ridiculous. At least miss. Don't put it 20 yards over the bar. You're only 18 yards out. You're not exactly being challenged by anyone. That just goes to show to me he's not good enough. Yeah? Norwood. Maybe he was on the left and that's not his position. If that's where he wants him to play... He's not right for us. At the end of the day, Chaplin on the right, I'd be happy with that. I'd even happy, be happy with Selena on the left, yeah? And a striker in the middle, who we don't know about yet. That's where I think we're going to go. We're going to need probably four or five players, probably two strikers, a main one and a backup. We're probably going to, with Jackson as well, we're probably going to need maybe another attacking midfielder <coughs> if we play one. We're definitely going to need another centre midfielder. And a left wing back. So we're probably looking at about four or five quality players and then probably another two or three as backups who are not going to be the first choice. We've still got some, I agree. You know, the likes of Ed Edwards, he he's a possibility of being black back up on the left or the right. KVY possibly made himself come in on the you know as backup to Burns, possibly, you know. <clears throat> but with those backups are just as important as those those first eleven, because as we saw yesterday, when we as we saw this season, when we lose a Morsi, when we lose a Burns, when we lose, you know, an Edmondson, not as much with Edmondson, but when we lose them, the team drops off. So the backups need to be near enough as good, if not as good as the, the ones what they're playing, and that's where we've not got right now. You know, El Mazzuni come up. God, I didn't even know he was on the field. I'm going to he challenge was anonymous. that. If I'm he was anonymous. I'm going to challenge that, if I may. Um, uh, we're League One. I don't Sorry? think we're going to get backups as good as the first-team players. And if you do, are you not just creating a bigger squad with headaches, potentially, for for a manager? No, but there's a, there's we're, a lot, we're, we're a League One side, know, Steve. Yeah? There's, a um, lot, there's a lot of chaff in this squad Yeah, that needs to go. You know, we don't need Dobra. We don't need Kenlock. We don't need Dobra's not here. Neither's con neither's con they're, they're, not, they're not here at the moment. I'm thinking, if you're bringing in a midfield player... We will be in a month. But Give it a month, they'll be back. But they're not going to be featuring... If, if Dobra can't light up Colchester United, then yeah, he ain't going to light up... Your argument was, is we can't keep filling the squad up. I'm saying we're not. There's a lot of chaff. No, no, no. If, if, you let me, if you let me come on to the point, you've got <coughs> Morsi and you, want, and you want to partner Morsi with a, a new midfield player. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with that. But that, that leaves, currently, Lee Evans... Then you want to bring in Tyreek Backinson as a backup. That's two yeah. backups. Then you've got yeah. El Miz. You've got Humphreys, who's going to be another year in his progression. Humphreys is a long How way. many backups do you want before you say, do you know what? Backinson, if it is Backinson as you want as a backup player, I like him. But right now, that 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 resource allocation needs to go on a striker that's going to play 46 games and get me 24 goals. Well, first off, I don't know the budget, so I don't know what resource allocation we've got. 
Yeah, we might have enough resource allocation for all these players. We don't know. But do, yeah. but, but, but do you want resources such <laughs> as Lee Evans and Backinson sitting on the bench? Turning around, you're turning around and throwing Elmiz into the equation. Elmiz, to me, doesn't play anywhere, anywhere shape or form. Well, he, he in, in an ideal world, Steve, he doesn't field. play next year. But he's got to be there as, as, a, as a depth piece. You've signed him we'll for a three-year contract. Why? We'll get rid of him. Why? What's he done in any game that I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a proposal now. Yeah, what does he offer? He came what, on that field. What has he, he done wrong anonymous. in those games he's played? What has he done he wrong? He came on for KVY. It was bloody anonymous. Absolutely well, he's out anonymous. Out of position. I read, so I'm sorry. He's he's a player. You come on the t- you come on. You make the effort. Yeah. You don't have such a drop off from KVY to El Miz. That's what it was. It was a massive drop off in performance. From one player to another. Now you can argue that was uh, Kieran's Kieran's fault by bringing him on. But Elmer's uh, KVY had just come back from injury. It was probably a pre-programmed thing. But the point is, it shows the gap of difference. You know, if that was Burns for KVY, it wouldn't have been a drop-off. But it wasn't. It was Bur- it was KVY for Elmer's. Maybe you can say, oh, he's playing out of position. Well, he's not going to get in his position. So what is the point? You know his position. What is every? What is his position? I don't even know. He started off at this club as a right back. In an ideal world, how <laughs> many games is your backup playing next year? That that that's that's the point I'm making. A Tyrone Lee Evans. In an ideal world, world, none. In an ideal world, none, because that means your main player is playing. But the point is, I'm trying to make the point. So it's that irrelevant. Backinson as a backup player. is better than what we've got as backup. Oh, disagree. I disagree. What you're saying, Backinson's worse than Elmer's. No, I'm saying that is it is it resource allocation at its best? That's what I'm asking. That's what I'm asking because I think I think some fans live in a world of we're going to get 400 injuries, so we need all star backups. You sound to me like you're going back to this back to the Marcus Evans days. You know, oh, we've only got six pound fifty. Let's buy let's buy that. No, I'm not going there. I'm going. These people have turned around to us and said, "We've got the money. We've got the offering. We'll give you what you want." Right. All right. This is what we want. Do it. I'm not sitting there and saying, I want, let's just buy this player because then we don't need to invest everywhere else. We've got lots of problems. We've got a left wing back problem. We've got a central midfield problem. We've got an attacking midfield problem if we're playing. We've got striker problems. At the end of the day, we have got more problems than people actually work out. We've got backup problems because our backup are bloody poor. You know, anybody can turn around to me and say, that's like turning around and saying, like, Clements can be a backup. Fair enough. He's a player. He could be a backup. He's crap. So's Kenlock. He's crap. You know, so's Dobber. He's crap. Get rid of them. Why do we have all these players who do nothing, offer nothing, and when they come on, pretend like the players and they're not, and then we end up what eleventh, twelfth, tenth, ninth? That's what we. That is not ambition. Ambition is saying, look, we get the best players we can get, regardless of how much it costs. That's what we were promised. Well, do it then. And you, you go out, get the best players we can, and we may do. I'm not saying we won't. I think we're going to have a better summer and more quality players than what people actually realise we're going for. You know, you get people saying, oh, we'll get Brannigan. And people like, I don't want Brannigan. He's not good enough for my mind. He's had three, good games. He's had three good games where he got most of his goals and everyone thinks he's a star. Get a grip. He scored most of his goals in three <laughs> games. Four of them were penalties. That's right. You know... Cameron Brannigan, who's has two point six shots per game. Yeah, but he's only he scored more slam goals in three games, four of them in one game, and they were penalties. 
You know, come on, do we want a little bit more? If you had that or Tua, and who would you have? But that's that's irrelevant because Tua's going to play the championship, whether he's with MK Dons or some. That's an assumption. You don't know that. True, true. I'll you put money on it. Let's do some, right, charity bet. Charity right. bet. Tennis, tennis Scott Twine plays in the championship next year for no, whoever. No, that, that that's an unfair, that's an unfair bet. I'm just saying you're not you're not guaranteed Premier. You know, at the end of the day, top half at champion, well, top six at championship will be looking at Premier League. They won't be looking at League One. Yeah, you're probably talking more end bottom end at championship. How many of them have got money? Not many. At the best, top end, I'd say probably Wiggins, the only person who's probably the only team who's probably going to go in for him if, if MK Dons don't go up. If MK Dons, I think they go up, I think they've got a chance of keeping him, to be honest. You know, it's not all cut as dry as people might make out. You know, mm. <clears throat> I don't think it, it all depends on what people need. Yeah. And if people need that sort of player, you know, if you've got like two or three strikers scoring 20 goals, Fulham's not going to go for bloody Scott Twine, they've got Mitrovic for God's sake you know, it all depends on what you need, it really does depend on what you need, if you've got a player in that position who's scoring goals, as you would say you're not going to waste your resources on a player you've already got you know, we haven't got those players so there might be it's a very small percentage chance I agree, there might be yeah, that moment in time where everybody who's capable of getting him, don't want him. The only ones who do want him can't afford him. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. opens the door for somebody else who maybe similar to what Crooks was this season. Everybody knows Crooks would have come to us. It was just bloody rather than putting, putting out, oh, well, there's a championship. Until eventually a championship club came in and bid for him. Until then, he was probably going to come to us. And everybody knew that. It was it was Paul Ward going out, oh, well, a championship wants him, a championship wants him. And then finally wanted. You know what I mean? So it was, uh, I think it was geography. Where it's up. It, was hey? ge- it was geography on Crooks, wasn't it? Because he could stay in the same house and play for Middlesbrough. Yeah, yeah. Given well, the, uh, I, I think, I, th- I think the fact if, if 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 the Championship club, if Middlesbrough had a bid, we'd have got him. Yeah, I think you would. Well, because the top and bottom of it is that's why Paul Wall was so. You know, it was you, you could you, you saw it every week in the press in in the uh, rather impressed Championship bid coming in for for Crooks. Yeah. They were desperate to sell him to a Championship club. I reckon they even the offer. I reckon Middlesbrough probably played less than we offered. I reckon okay. they sold him to Middlesbrough for less than we, right. we offered. Mm-hmm. But I think, we've got, I think we've got a lot to look forward to. Absolutely. One thing I want to make about yesterday, yeah, is I think that had a very pre-season feel to the game. A very pre-season. It yeah. really looked like a friendly to me. Yeah. I think, and this is this is a point I picked up. I think we was already battered. You know, when we lost to Oxford, the players were so up for it when we scored against Oxford. And when we conceded that goal, that must have been a real punch in the stomach. Yeah. We came back, then we beat Plymouth, and we didn't gain any points on anyone for a win against Plymouth. And then we lost to Cambridge. I think that's where mentally the players lost it. Yeah. Them three games, not 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 beating Oxford, not gaining points against Plymouth when we beat Plymouth and losing to Cambridge. I think mentally that's where the team lost it. And that needs to, that needs we need a good a good result on Saturday, just to try and get some of that mentality back. Okay, perfect. As always, incredibly passionate, incredibly well articulated. Cheers, guys. Um, look after yourself. Cheers, Dave. Dave, you were you're quiet through that. Yeah. Where, where are you? Where are you on it? Um, Stephen, Steve spoke for so long. It meant I could cough and sneeze. And do I did notice you kept going on, on, on mute. So Stephen, I, yeah. 
I'm I'm not agreeing with Steve, but he, he, I'm not saying he's he's totally wrong either. He's in that fan for me. You know, we want all the best players playing for Town Football Club or sitting on our bench. I was just going with it's luxury items at a time when he then lists off. We need a left wing back, a centre midfield player, maybe two centre forwards. So you know, do you need Parkinson and Evans as both sitting on the bench? Um, well, I would I would say one or the other would would, would be the partner to would be the one to Mulsey. I would have thought. I mean, Steve made some good points there. I mean, they are they look. We haven't scored enough goals. We've got no real good attacking threat down the left. So, I mean, I agree with him there. Absolutely, they, they are positions we need to be looking at. Absolutely. Um, um, and I agree with his point. Maybe, maybe the era of El Mizuni and Dobra and all those guys. Maybe that's that's gone now. I mean, in fact, I was just looking at our bench yesterday. So we had that Nick Hayes goalkeeper, didn't we? There, El yeah. Cameron Humphreys, Mizuni got some game time. Selena Bon, and this Tawanda Chirewa. Is that how you say it? But you just I mean, said the era of those players have gone. So they, they may as well just we may as well just release those. In in terms of the, these lads here, they're now the new they're the new bright lights, aren't they? That have come in, that yeah. have come through the the academy. Dobber and El Mazzuni haven't really been able to, to to stand up for us. I mean, like you just made a great point yourself. John Colchester can't get in the team. Dobra, yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So why would he be any good for for town in a in a what we hope is going to be a top six finish next season? But but what has El Miz ever done wrong while wearing a blue and white yeah, shirt? Agreed. But what's he ever really done that's made you sort of sit is up he... and we got got goal against Oldham, I suppose? No, 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 forget the goal. It's more he's played away even by Hillsborough, had a bad half hour, but he came through it and was looking stronger than when he started when he went off. He's a young player. He's a young player. If you're saying the era of, of those players have gone, you're you are saying the era of our of, of an academy has gone, and we now are just predominantly featuring on on getting every best player we possibly can, hell or high water. We still have a, an, SC, an SCM, SCMP protocol. There are yeah. ways around that, of course. And I'm not saying I would be against our squad being filled with 22 All-Stars next year. But that's not likely. Galacticos. <laughs> well, not likely, the, though, is the it? The felt like in the summer, didn't it? Last summer. What I'm saying is these lads here, what are they? Cameron Humphreys, Bagger. They're, they're teenagers, right? And Shirella. Teenagers, your Dobber and, and Mizunia, what early 20s now, 20, 21, 22. Uh, so, this, this is the, this is the this is the school behind them, isn't it? This is the class behind them, yeah. Um, yeah, I just feel like the shine's gone on them. Unfortunately for them, they might have been the right players at the wrong time. You know, they've, they've come when the Marcus Evans era, Lambert, Paul Hurst, mm. uh, all, you know, all, all, all that kind of stuff, Paul Kirk, and they've not been rated by any of them, particularly. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's played, he's played five games this year. Started three. Well, that, well does that speak volumes? No, well, but played five games, started three. He's got eighty-eight percent pass completion rate. Like, he's a young player. I'm not saying I'm not sitting here saying El is going to be, be be the leading player with with Morsi. I'm I'm saying if you've got Evans on the bench, and then the backup to the backup is El and then the backup to the backup is Humphreys. Why are we wasting anything? On an additional backup, I want a centre forward or a left wing back that can contribute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that as well. I get that as well. I, d- I just feel like probably El Mizuni's what. So the lads in the comments here are saying he's twenty-one. There's a lot of twenty-one-year-olds playing League One football, playing forty-odd games a season, and he's playing five for town. So I think that's I, to me that speaks volumes. I think one of them games was against Barrow, was it not? And not forget Player of the Year, Raheem Harper still to come back as well. Maybe. Big man, strong man, Rakeem. 
Love a bit of Rakeem. Mike, you're shaking your head quite a lot in that. Uh, all right. How you doing? Come on in. What are you thinking? Hey, boys. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. You good? I'm not. I'm just fed up of hearing excuses for why players ain't playing or performing or doing this. I want to start at the back. Okay. We've got a good goalkeeper in Walt. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Your, your line's not very good. Come back in and I'll put you straight back on. Your line's not good. I don't want to hear crackles in my and headphones. A little bit of interference there, Mike, didn't they? There was. Um, it's probably <laughs> one of his kids playing the Xbox again, Matt. <laughs> yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? But I can hear the pink, uh, the pink headphones. The pink headphones. But I can hear people on the tube or on the train or going to work in their cars and, you know, just got to look after their ears. Um, yeah, yeah. Crackley oh, says it's, it's Jules. Yeah, Crackley Mike. That's what we should call him. Uh, the good doctor. I think Elmis has that tenacity, closes down your... Don't forget, Elmis... This is turning into an Elmis... But but don't forget, this is a player out on loan at Cambridge. Everyone was saying, he should be in the squad. And now suddenly he plays five games, League doesn't two, set the world alight, and people are going... It was League 2 Cambridge, though, am I right? Think nearest taxi. We've got to calm ourselves and say, he's a, he's a young player, played five games. Let's not write him off before we anoint him either. Let's well, just be level. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I do get that. You don't want to be writing off youngsters particularly. But, I mean, look at Jack Lancaster. He, he departed in the summer and went to Cambridge. And I don't know if he's had a good season there. People seem to like him. Injury, in the FA Cup, didn't he, against Newcastle? And get a goal disallowed in that match. Maybe he just would suit Dobra to go off somewhere else. Maybe it would suit him. I mean, I never agreed that Dobra loaned to Colchester in the first place. But it was ludicrous. You now, yeah. You've now gone on loan to everyone that Cook had got rid of. <laughs> uh, 18 games, seven starts. He's had 37 minutes per game. One goal, one assist. Um is that a good year for Jack Lancaster, do you think? Uh, no, it's not, not setting the mean, world alight. But no, it's again. not. I mean, he's had lots of issues himself, hasn't he, in terms of, well, did he factor his back twice or something? Yeah. It's, again, he's only 22. These players are again, young. We, we, we're, quick, yeah. we're quick to say, 21, 22, oh, well, he's not Michael Owen of 1998, so, you know, out you go. I think, yeah, I think with McKenna's background and his coaching development and all that kind of thing, of, of working with youth teams at Spurs and United, if they do come back in the summer and he, they do get a pre-season, he, he will look at them and know straight away from not they're going to contribute, any of those young kids. Absolutely. Uh, a few comments. Thunder uh, Dr. James Reed. Question is, will Burns and Morsi be at the club next season? Yeah, can't see a reason why not. I can't see why not. I, well, I'm, I'm still on this thing that I do feel like, I call them fan favourites, <laughs> might, be, might be sacrificed to make signings. I, I, again, that's what I'm saying. Don't kind of like get all in on these players because not one player is bigger than the cup. But yeah, from a personal point of view, I would love them all in Burns to be next season because I do feel like they're the catalysts for this club. Absolutely. In terms of lead, lead, leadership from Morsey, in tacking endeavour on goals from Burns. I mean, you say yourself, Mike, he, he joined with very little fanfare, didn't he? When he first was the first of the 19. But we were quite excited, you know, in our little WhatsApp that he had signed because you know, people have been saying good things about him at, at Fleetwood. And it's, it, the proof's been in the pudding. He's been decent. Yeah, well, it was very, one of the quieter transfer specials we did. We'll be doing those again this summer. Uh, the only good thing we could we could really pull out at the time about Wesley Burns was was the way he completely pulled Mark McGuinness's pants down and <laughs> taught him how, how football should be played. Um, yeah. And then Mick McCarthy, in his wisdom, put that same player as a wing back at Cardiff. Yeah, yeah, I got Mick thinking now. He's just off the radar, hasn't he, Mick? Well, no, that's fine. He can stay out the radar. He was in, he was in, sorry, Mike. He was in yesterday's chat. That's where he was. Mike, welcome back. You're back. How you sounding? Can you, can you hear me now? 
Yes, yes he perfect. can. Fire right, away. You could have been my headphones flying up. <laughs> fire away. Fire away. Go for it. Go for it. No, I'm just, I'm, I am pissed off because I'm just fed up of fans making excuses for players. Right. Um, I want to start at the back. We, I, I, I wasn't a great fan of Bolton when we signed him because obviously Watton, Burt Bolton, and, and there was a few, but he's proved to be a great signing. The thing is with the club at the back, with our at the back, we have got good balance. We've got you know through the three centre backs we've got, um, you know, and obviously one of the four centre backs we've got. There's a foundation there, isn't there? You know, we haven't exactly been uh, leaking goals like a burst pipe like we were under Cook. Okay, so then let's go on to our wing backs, right? Now, right, people slated Kenlock, right? He's got three goals and one assist, which is more than Penny and and um, Thompson has got all season. Has right? Penny ever played League Two football? Uh, right, now hang on, hang on, right? Kenlock can cross a ball because I've seen it many times, right? And we, and we we slate and there was many fans slated him. Oh, he's not good enough, not good enough. Really, is he any worse than what we've had? Because quite frankly, I I I haven't seen anything from the the two so called wonder kids that have played for, on our left side. Yeah, and then the other thing is as well, we right Burgess, good centre back, but he is not the same type of player as the Don on the other side. Okay, he played right back the Don and now he's playing a centre back getting forward as a right back you, you ask him you, you know no disrespect but you can't unless you get a, a left back that can play as a left centre back like we have with the Nassian then you're not going to get the same style of play on the left hand side as you are on the right hand side no right Morsey right everybody's going oh he needs to get forward hang on a minute he's played all of his career as a defensive midfielder. So why his, now, all of a sudden, are we asking him to get forward? Well, not his whole career. He, he Most, did start... I, well, no. During his successful time, he's played as, as a defensive midfielder. So why are we asking him suddenly now to go out and get score eight goals, nine goals a season? Well, that's, that, that's a very that's good ridiculous. question. And that the answer could lie in what we do in the summer. Because from what hmm. I can ascertain from hearing Morsi speak, he started his career in that role. McKenna came in, saw some traits that he felt could be uh, be utilised at his current time. He was asked to do it. He's done it. We could well see in the summer somebody being brought in and then Morsi back to that more enforcer role. Play, that... play, him, play him at their strengths. Play players at their strengths. Right? Norwood wide left. He was more of a wide left forward yesterday. Again, how many times? I mean, look. I'm, look, Kieran McKenna has not won a game in eight, and that ain't good enough. I know it's not his players, but sorry, but that ain't good enough. Pretty football and, and not points on the board is not is not getting us prom promotion. And it was great to go Tuesday night and get a and get. Look, I felt we should have won that. We were unlucky to to get uh, to for Wigan to score that late goal. But they got a player who's chasing everything down, who who's scored. Loads of goals on stage fit for him. What do we have? Right, we have Piggott. Okay, so we got Piggott, right, who scored 20 goals last season. I'm struggling to see how he done that last season compared to what I've seen him this season. Okay, so he's had personal issue, right? He's lost his dad, right? And that is a horrible thing because I've lost my mum recently. So I'm, I know what that feels like. But my driving force from that is to do better in life. Do better. Go out there and try it. Be hunger. Be more hungry. Be more slow. Jake, my boy Jake, went out. I, I literally, 
um, after, after my mum passed away. And he went out and he played his socks off because that was a driving force. My son Daniel went out and done exactly the same. Scored a goal and celebrated and pointed to the sky. That is your driving force. If you lose something, you've got to. That's the mentality. And what we have is this FA fashionable football that's filtered down from the Premier League, from the national team to the Premier League, right the way through the leagues now where we're playing, playing out from the back, right? And and I, I, I see a stat, I can't find it now, I see a stat yesterday afternoon, right, as, uh, during, uh, during the half-time, where more goals are conceded now because of this playing out of the back than any time in football. That's all very well if you can play out the back and you've got the players that can play out from the back. But if you don't and you can't, why are you bloody doing it? It makes no sense whatsoever. And we're asking to play pretty nice football against teams like in League One and, and, and in non-league and Barrow, places like Barrow. And even the Premier League teams are struggling against these low league sides because... They're trying to play pretty, pretty football against rough and tumble, tough, rigorous sides that, quite frankly, they don't give a shit about pretty football. They just want to win the game. And they come up short. They come up, they struggle against it. You know, um, we look at players like, like people sitting there saying, oh, we should sign Selena. He had one good season at the club and suddenly everybody wants to sign him. He's just another Teddy Bishop. What? I'm he is absolutely. He's that one. What's he done since he left Ipswich? Who? Done. Tell me what he's done. Who? Because he went aboard, got loaned out. Went another club, got loaned out. He's only ever been a loan player for us. He's done nothing, Martin. Absolutely what? nothing. I'm sorry for a player that the wages that he's on, he should be producing a lot more than what he has. Yeah, I agree with that. I've always said that. Right. And and quite frankly, we are in League One. And we need to realise that. We are in League One. We're not a championship side. We're not a Premier League side. We are struggling to get the points that we got last season. Let alone... Mike, Mike give me a midfield player you'd sign instead of Selena. What, Scott Twine? You're not... Give me a... You give said me a... it. You ask me, I'm giving you the answer. That's fine. Give me a realistic player that you're going to sign that's not Bursa. Really, I think that's realistic. Got twine. Brannigan. Brennan. Brennan. Okay. Brannigan. Brannigan. That's fine. That's fine. I, I can go yeah. with Brannigan. Okay. Why can't we get Scott Twine? Why can't we? Just because people are saying he goes, he's going to the championship. So what? It, what's what's wrong with us going for him? We've got the money, we've got the wages, we have the we have the foundations now. We are yeah. still look, this season. We've only literally, it's like someone has just bought, I mean, the owners have come into this club and they've brought a shell, okay? And it's like what, like us fans buying a house, just a shell. We are having to build the, the club from the bottom upwards again because Evans destroyed it. We know it, okay? His infrastructure, the way it worked, everything has been, been on a low lease. Look, were we, we all were getting on the bandwagon and we're going to get well, we're going to do well, we're going to get promoted, we're going to piss HMS piss the league. The reality is we're not, and we haven't. We struggled to get 11th. And we were sitting there going, oh, you know, Colin, I love him. We're going to win all the games. We're going to, get, we're going to scrape into the playoffs. Now, at one point, there was a chance and we should have got them. Reality is we didn't. And there's players here that are just not, not good enough. Joe Piggott, for me, not good enough. Yeah, yesterday it was like watching a cow run around a football, running around a field. It really was. It was embarrassing. 
And for a player that should be going out there and working his socks off and, you know, I, I just it, to me, it just doesn't make sense. And playing Norwood wide left, you know, Kieran McKenna's got a plan A and I love the fact that he's come in and he's brought some enthusiasm. But one win in eight games, we've got a question that, surely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, and I'm not, that's not me saying we need to get rid of him. He's got the <clears> summer, he's got to come in, he's got to, he's got to start, he's got to get rid of a lot of these so-called, I'd get rid of all the low knees. Not one of them has really proven their worth here, to be brutally honest. And then you okay, get rid of right, low knees and then right. you get rid of Elmis and, and, and a few of these other Dobras ain't good enough. Mike, first and Selena, okay. Bursant has scored six goals. He's got five assists. He's got 1.7 key passes and 12 big chances created, okay? Sammy Skomodics in the year with Peter Brun in League One had five big chances and one key pass, six assists. Uh, you had Cameron Brannigan this year, three big chances, 1.5 key, key passes, three assists. Scott Twine leads the, leads the lead. Le I mean, this is why I'd be a championship player. Scott Twine, 16 goals, 13 assists, 2.4 key chances, uh, key passes, 17 big chances created. He outshines literally even Sammy's commodics last year for Peter Brewer in League One. But but that's why I don't think you'll get Scott Twine. The other three, mind you, of course, including Selena. Selena isn't as bad as people paint him. He hasn't been ideal. He hasn't won the games he perhaps should have we wanted him to win for the football club. I've been guilty of saying that myself. But when I ask people who would you have, Brannigan. Well, he, he beats Brannigan except for goals. Now, I don't know much about Brannigan, but is he a penalty taker? Is he a free kick taker? I don't know. I can't answer that. Those aren't answers I know. But he's not as bad as, like, Teddy Bishop. Get Come on. Teddy Bishop? Tell me, tell me what he's done. He had one good season here. One really good season here, and everybody was like, oh, wonderful. Even me. But what's, what, what's, what's he done? Six he's goals, done five assists, 12 big chances created. He spends most of his time on the pitch getting frustrated. Maybe, 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 maybe fans, some fans are right. Maybe he's more suited to the championship. Maybe he's more suited to the Premier League. But in, quite frankly, he's not suited to League One. And that Possibly push so. would have got him sent off in the championship. No, 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 no. If, if we were looking, winning, if that was the last game of the season and we were looking to get in the playoffs... Right, and he pushed that player and got sent off, and that cost us the playoffs. Would every one of us on here want him still want him to sign him for next season? Yeah. If he like, ran out, uh, Will should be like, a BMX. It'd be like Beckham it doesn't matter he, about it's, it's about the fact side of it, isn't it? That's we talk right, about yeah. we talk about opinions, and we all have opinions. I well, guess Stephen Stephen Parry didn't have a preseason and had myocarditis. I think well, I said that right I think, this season. Well, they're facts. Oh, wait, that's a go. That's again. This is why I'm pissed off. I'm no, no, no. They're, they're, they're facts. They're facts. They're facts. They're facts. Well, okay, yeah, but there's no, there's no reason why, other than, you know, he's he's had a he, he started off and like you said he had that situation, but there's still no reason for some of the performances he's put in. They really haven't been great. Backerson no. hasn't been great. Even Morsey's had a few shockers. Now, I like Morsey, but I don't like him. I like him. I I want him to play in his natural role where he can really lead. I don't want him I don't want the pressure on Morsey other than the fact that he can just turn round and start I mean quite frankly, you know, there's some of these players Backinson for me, right? Gave the ball away so many times yesterday and people want to sign him. Are you joking? Just I just find it staggering. Yeah, he's not played great you know and people people hammered me and said about getting uh, seven or eight players in oh we don't need all that. 
well, hang on a minute. Steve, even Steve said earlier, well, we need five players in and maybe two others. Well, that's seven. <laughs> yeah, seven. Yeah. You right. know, you had that, you know, we need to get rid of so much, so much crap that Cook brought in. Yeah. And the low knees. And we need to, re we need to build on the foundation that we've got with our back line and with our midfielders. We've got two good midfielders in Evans and Morty. They are very good. They, they are good. We, I know Evans has um, had, had a sort of a rough start the season, but that could have been the way Cook set them up. We don't know. But for me, Kieran McKenna's got the summer. We've got to bring in some, not not necessarily what I call champion championship, high championship, or you know type play. We've got to bring in um, hardened, fought league one players that know this system. I, I I just want to challenge that before you go because I, I get what you're saying, and I'm not saying you're wrong. But then this time last year, you maybe with that level of with that train of thought would have chosen a Bursant Selena over a Scott Twine. So, yeah, with that train on, of thought, yeah, yeah, are you at risk based of... on what we've seen before, wasn't it? We've yeah, gone but, on what we've seen before. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. With that train of thought of we need to get, you know, championship play, are you are you possibly going to miss out on a on an up-and-coming Scott Twine 2.0 because he's not had the championship CV yet? But we, we do need what I call... Um, players that know this league and, and quite frankly the players that we have had clearly don't know this league because the way they play and the way they, the way they I mean, some of them can't even pass a fucking ball for Christ's sake you know I mean that is basic 101 football isn't it let's pass to a teammate oh my mate we play in blue so I need to pass to a blue player I mean Christ alive that is that is five-year-old stuff, training pitch stuff. Yeah, 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 and they're yeah. not even doing it. You know, and that right. is the thing I'm getting really frustrated with. You know, we can yesterday tell. there was simple passes and then and and they weren't being done. They're trying these Hollywood passes all the time. Just make it simple and get the ball forward quicker. You know? I, all right. Oh my days. I've got my Neil waiting. I've got, I've got I've got Neil Perks waiting. I want to bring Neil in. Mike, we love you. Like the club beats you soon. Uh, if just jewels, the low goals concede, right. and possession we have of the ball just we can play out from the back successfully. If McKenna, if McKenna chooses to play out from the back moving forwards, it makes sense he's getting them to them to do it now. Some can do it and some can't, but he's certainly able to see who can't, so he can, he can now assess it. Says Lewis, who also wanted Sammy's commodities next year. Uh, Craig, rubbish comparing Selena to Bishop. I didn't like. I didn't like. It's that. a question for everybody because Selena broke through right at the end yesterday, didn't they? And got fouled on the edge of the area, and I was up. And it was in the D, wasn't it? Did anyone actually think Selena, when he was over the ball, was going to score? No, only but, only Alex Maffey. <laughs> yeah, but that's why you pay the big bucks, isn't it, for those game-changing moments? And what did he do for his twenty grand a week? He bunged it into the wall. So agreed. The answer. And I've said that myself, but equally, stats don't lie, and his stats are pretty good. It's, again, though, it's the context of them stats, isn't it? Was it just an assist in a defeat? Was it an assist for a game-winning goal? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There needs to be more context around some of these. I said last year, last week, the problem with Selena is a, a, he's not just on a different chapter or a book. He's read the whole library compared to most of this team. Do, do you know what I mean? He's so far on a different track. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I just feel like he's probably not going to be the answer for us. But um, it was interesting. The, 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 I do think Twine's realistic, okay? He's a League One player right now, so he's realistic. He's not realistic. Think, 
what's more realistic is it will go to Swansea where what's his name? Uh who's the Swansea gaffer? No, the Swansea gaffer. Mark, Russell, Russell Martin. Martin. He bought it, it where he got him on a free from Swindon and I would imagine he'd probably go there. But we should why did we why, why weren't we in for him at um Ask the dashboard. I, I plan on doing just that. The good doctor. Yeah. Uh, Selena is proper quality. We have a nightmare build-up for him to play this season. I think we have placed for him. It's just Jules Twine will want to be playing Championship next season. And Premier League after that, he won't want to well, stall his career for I, at I, least I, I, another I mean, year. I mean, Jules, I mean, yeah, I get the logic of that argument. But then wouldn't Connor Chaplin and Sammy Morsey want to be playing Championship? They come down to League One. So well, you have a market for you, don't you? So Chaplin might have a market for him. I don't think I don't think Morsi at, at his age will. Maybe, maybe. But Jules is talking sense here, absolutely. If you're a 22 year old lad, then he comes in from like so I think he'll go Swansea. If you went somewhere like bloody I don't know, Reading or stragglers down the bottom, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure we've got a bigger budget than the bottom half of the championship. Absolutely. Just just basically go go in for anybody that Peterborough highlight because they're normally pretty good at finding, <laughs> yeah. finding play players that you, you hey, didn't even know existed. We might be able to get D Mac back on the show next season. Yeah, Selena, Aluka, and a decent team with good strikers would be ideal. Selena and Chaplin, worst criminal takers I've seen in years. Darren Salter, I think most of these players who dropped down in division were spent at least a top six finish. Again, we are looking at changing another five or six players. Are we going to be the same again next year? Uh, Callie Backerson also hustled, won the ball back well and played some great balls through. That one for Norris in the first half, yeah, any yeah. other striker, and it's a goal. Jason yeah. Clayton, the hardest part of McKenna football is playing out from the back. We have the players doing that now. Should we should we should be easier to introduce new players? The good doctor McKenna has done well so far, getting more from players. I want to see what he does over the summer with some of the players we have already. Some think, great um, comments here. I think Ben in the comments here actually hits an nail on the head. They're seeing it is quality. We all know he's quality. Doesn't show on a consistent basis. That's the that's the argument, isn't it? When we needed him yesterday to to, to cover the ball like he did at Burton that time, and everyone was having to go at McCarthy, and he just whacks it into the bleeding wall. See, I think Craig is, is more on the right lines there. Get better faster forwards for Selena, and you're going to see a better Maybe. player. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> I'd like to see that as well, but I don't know. It, it just seems like it's been a bit of a waste of money this year. I don't think, as I've said, I don't think Selena and Chapman can play together. So for me, you choose. And right now, you choose Chapman because he's under contract and he's, a, he's an answer to a problem that you don't have to create. He whereas He committed to us. It's under deal. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I've, I've always said I, I wouldn't play the two together. That, that's that's the issue I've I've got. Yeah, I think they're, that, yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're too soon. Neil, we love seeing Neil on the guys. show. He's not Neil. off and on. Hey. How are you? Okay, yeah, it's been a good show, hasn't it? I haven't agreed all that was being said. To be honest, I don't agree with some of that at all. What's been said, but um, football's full of opinions, isn't it? Um, so I'd have to say, um, I don't know if it was you, Gov, that said it. Um, I'd like to see. Um, me and Cruncher had a couple of words on text, only a few words about new signings. We were sort of on the same page with that. Um, I'd like to see maybe Chaplin played up front with a two and maybe someone like Smoddix in a number 10, I would. Cruncher's big on that. Yeah, it's a good shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he he played um, in a more advanced role yesterday for a lot of periods. How did you... Did you feel that that, that could be something moving forward? Obviously, you do that you want to see more of. With yeah, there's, there's, Jackson, maybe? I, I do think we need two new strikers in. I, I, I mean, obviously, I don't. I, I'm not a fan that can get there all the time. And I, I hardly watch games. Doesn't mean I don't know about my club. I followed them for 30 years um, through, and I've not seen masses of highs in that time. Um, only the playoffs in 2000 and a few other things. 
Um, but I, I know an awful lot about my club um, just because I'm not there. Um, I, I, I think Bond will. I think Bond will leave. I, I, I don't. I can't see Bond staying personally. I don't think McKenna's that keen on him, is he? I mean, he's hardly getting a look in at all now. I, yeah. I just can't see Bond staying. Um, it's, it's a toss-up for Piggott, and as we said a few shows back, Martin, when we were talking about it then, uh, someone even said the same thing as me, I think a few weeks ago, about maybe loaning him out again, possibly. Um, and what do you do with Norwood? I think two new strikers will come in, I think. Yeah. Matt? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. I mean, look, the Smodic one is great, and there's a link there to Ashton at Bristol City when he was there as well. So if not Peterborough coming down, I'm going to sell him to a promotion rival. That's the only thing, isn't it? Unless they get something in return. Or knowing D-Mac, he's going to cost us a few million. But, yeah, it's a great shout. And, yeah, Crunch has been on board with that Chaplin thing up front, Neil, for quite a while. So, yeah, I think yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, I mean, we talked about, um, you know, Stephen was talking about earlier. You know, I again, me and Crunch said we, we spoke about Brannigan. I, I think that would be a good signing. I, I think Brannigan would be a good signing, absolutely. Um, we spoke about Connor Grant if Plymouth didn't go up. You know, if Edwards comes back fit and you get Connor Grant, Grant in a left back. And I, I do, I've been saying this for ages here. I, I think a creative ghost scoring midfielder alongside Morsey. I don't think Backinson's good enough. You've got Evans. You don't, I, I personally think, and I said to the doctor in the chat earlier today, we've got the core of the team there. Four or five new players. No more. No more than that. Mm, mm, mm. Going back to what Stephen was saying about Backinson, what do you, do you do? You bring him in as a backup? Do you do? You, are you happy with Evans, Elmiz, and Humphreys being a three backups to to Morsi and whoever? How, what what are you doing in terms of in terms of that sort of conversation that that, that me and the, um, the Perry? Were I, I I I wouldn't keep Backinson, Gov. To be honest, you got Evans coming back, and I'd be looking for a creative goal-scoring midfielder alongside Morsi, and you got Evans. I wouldn't keep Backinson. I wouldn't keep Thompson. I wouldn't keep Penny. Penny's a funny one though, because like he's probably pound for pound the the best player that we've got at putting a ball in the box. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're true on that point. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's got to be West Burn, surely. When Matt Matt Penny is on, is on it. He puts the ball in the box like we've not seen since. uh, God knows when. It's got pace. It's got it's got bend. It's a really tough ball for a defender to defend against because it's a it's a swing. It's it's, it's an in swinger that's coming in towards you at pace. We haven't got that. Miss Burns arguably is for me. His his worst trait is that final delivery of of ball. He's great at finishing. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm being harsh there and wanting the more complete player from from, from him, Neil. Yeah, I mean the le- the left side is just. The left side needs work, doesn't it? You know, as you said the other week, it's so lopsided, isn't it, on the right? Yeah. It's so, so it's lopsided. But, I, 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 you know, I agree what Mike says. Um, apart from really the left back, I think defensively we're very strong, aren't we? I don't think you need to look at that. All the goalkeeper. Um, if Edwards comes back, as I said, there's definitely a player there in Edwards, absolutely, and he's got the pace. Um, so if you can get a decent left back in, someone alongside Morsey, Two new strikers. I don't think you're looking at much more. You're not. You say Edwards. Would you play? Would you like to see him at left wing back next year? I think I'd probably. I, I, if we could get someone like a Connor Grantin or a decent left back, I'd just yeah. push him further up, just ahead of the full back. I would. What are your thoughts on Edwards' left wing back development next year, Matt? 
<laughs> well, I spoke to, we were discussing this on WhatsApp, everybody. So I phoned up Chris, who's had a few cameos from West Bromwich Albion, see what he thought. And when he stopped laughing, he was like, no, don't even think about it. Even as a left wing back. He said, keep him where, where, he, where he was before he got injured. So, yeah, the Conor, I mean, look, Conor Grant's been at Ipswich before, hasn't he? He was on loan here from Everton. So, again, is someone like Plymouth going to look at selling to Ipswich? Though? That's, the, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, but it's like people. It's like people. It's like people have said before, Matt. We've got more than enough. And I said this to my best friend who lives in Plymouth. We've got more than enough money to sign Conor Grant. That's not oh, an yeah. issue, is it? No, it's, it's you know. But um, you, yeah, you know, I, I I agree with what um, Mike said, and also totally agree with what Gov said. We we've got the money out there if we wanted to for Twine. But let's be realistic. Scott Twine is not going to sign for Ipswich Town. He's just not going to do it. He's not going to sign for Ipswich Town. He's going to go to the Championship. He's not going to stay in League One for another season, whether it's with MK Dons or someone else. Yeah, he'll stay at MK One if he goes to the Championship with them, absolutely. The year yeah, that's what you're that we're, we're 12 months... Oh, I'd, I'd be really keen to find out how he slipped through the through the cracks. We'll try and find out if we can. Because that's Yeah, so I mean, it would be a great signing, wouldn't it? Absolutely fantastic. Great. He, he great just, well. you know... There's no doubt we've got the money. There's no doubt, you know, but you just you just can't see it happening, can you, really? Uh, Craig has mm. finally mentioned the name that normally dominates any number 10 <laughs> discussion. Uh, <laughs> he's baffled done, by half the fan base of Luca Love. If he came here for any other side, we'd say, well, just a show play that doesn't produce anything. We'll probably discuss Luca, I'm sure, throughout the next coming week. So we can have that comment and just let that rest there. Craig, Stephen Parry. He'll sign for those who offer. We are assuming there will be bids, but no guarantee. If you're a championship club with any type of budget and you've not got Scott Twine on your radar, Matt, you're a little bit, little bit dimmy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. It does depend on who it is, doesn't it? What kind of clubs come in. I'm pretty certain if MK Dons didn't go up, I'm pretty certain Swansea would, would come calling for him. But he's the kind of player that would have been perfect for town. Whatever reason, they didn't move for him. Or maybe they did move for him and he didn't want to come. Who knows what discussions are had. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Neil, before we before we go, final words from yourself on uh, yesterday's performance. Final word from yourself on yesterday's performance. How did you view it? <laughs> Another game we could, we let the league go. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think um, especially over these last so many seasons now. You know, obviously, I, I was I was doing some other things, and I've been out in a bay. I caught the second half, and I was listening. You know, just just the, it's obvious we need more goals. One goal's not enough. And a lot of the time you're just you're just you're just sat here and you're not trying to feel like you're not trying to be like doomsday about it. But the longer the games go on, you just think to yourself, it goes to the last 10, 15 minutes. And most yeah. of the time you're thinking we're going to let a goal in. What happens? We just let a goal in. It just seems a pattern just keeps reoccurring all the time. And one goal is just not enough. It's just not enough. No. no Agreed. Neil, we love having you on. Come on again very soon, please. Cheers, Neil. Take care, guys. Hey. We absolutely love people like Neil who, you know, uh, not on as often as perhaps we would like them to be and they come on and give them, give, give their view. Um, it's, it's interesting that the crew the crew commentators yesterday said that was probably Lowry's last ever goal at Gristy Road because they feel, think he's going to be off in the, in the summer. Midfielder could score from outside the box. 24 years old. Who knows? Maybe Shane he could be on the dashboard. No, huh? what's his name? Is it Sean? Tom, Tom Lowry. Tom Lowry. Who's yeah. Tom Lowry? I don't know who Sean, who Sean is. Uh, let's have a look at his stats while I've got the page open. Here he we knows. go. He might be on the dashboard after yesterday. Tom Lowry. 31 games, started 34 goals, four assists, 1.5 key passes, five big chances. Again, that's, that's not... Is that... 
that good enough? And he could, if we got this argument that, you know, if you if you're playing with better players, your stats are going to be better because that's what we keep hearing about what everyone said about Dazelle and all that kind of thing. Maybe he would flourish in our team. He can certainly shoot from outside the box, which is something we definitely don't do. Mm. Probably at Portsmouth. We need to ditch Alex Matthew too. Yeah, well, well yeah. Brennan was kind of indicating he'd be back next year for the away for, for the North and away games. Well, I think that whole presentation is a bit of a shake up. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's been very much the same, hasn't it? BBC Suffolk. I mean, look, BBC Suffolk's like the right kind of broadcast of the radio, isn't it? They've got the rights and everything. But yeah, we just need a bit of a, a, bit of a change up there, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, look, you right. can see on the, on the iPhone next season, aren't you? Because they're going to have the town TV comms team will come in. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah, see, that will be interesting. Great. Yeah. Do you know who's a good commentator? Donovan of ITV Anglia. When they used to have the Football League highlights, he would do like Ipswich Norwich game or whatever. Really good, really good. I'm not, but Brennan Woolley is a good is a good commentator in his own in his own style and his own way, and it doesn't necessarily have to be him that changes, and it could just be you know the pieces around him, you know the color commentator and yeah. people that are the summer, you know the summer roses. You could do anything with with that level of show. You're the BBC. Yeah, yeah. You could go in any direction you you yeah, wish great. to go in. Um, you know, if I was in charge of the creative of that one, but I'm not. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've got literally 60 seconds i'm going to bring colin in but hopefully colin will come back tomorrow night is that all right Hi, colin. Yes, I am. good man tell us uh, what we can look forward to hearing from you tomorrow night what's on your heart well to be honest with you gov you know i haven't been there again yesterday i think that was soul destroying really for me um Especially, you know, it just didn't seem like as if, um, you know, look, I'd never say, I'd never ever say players weren't trying, but I, it, you know, the, the saying about, you know, on the beach and slippers on, piping the gob, that kind of thing, it just seemed so much that way. And to be honest, the most of the game, me and Matt said, me and Matt Stannard said, it, it seems so much like a pre-season friendly. Um, from minute one to 95, really. Um, but we, you know, I quite agree with a hell of a lot that's been said today. <clears throat> There's so much needed, needs changing, you know, not, not dramatically, but um, it's going to be very, very interesting. By the way, Gov, can I just ask you a question? Is Mark Ashton still in the States? Or is he back? Uh, I think he's still in the states. I, th- I think I don't. I don't know for sure. Well, so I'm, I'm well that's sure. that's that that's the answer I really wanted because I was talking to uh, Mark Rattle on the coach coming back, and I said to him and several other people on the coach, if that was the case and he was still out in the states, um, obviously probably watching that game on I on I follow with um, the guys with with, with the guys. That would that's the only thing I could say about yesterday's game, and I, and I think a lot of people will agree with me. I said to Randy this morning, Did I want town to go better to win through three? And of course, I did. I'm a town fan, but at the end of the day, although I was kind of devastated with a 1 1 draw against the bottom of the table side, but I said to Randy this morning, that arguably, Gov and Matt, that was probably the better result because it told. 
Mark, Mr. Ashton, and all the board and all the owners exactly what we really need to do. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and like and like you said loads of times, Governor, you're absolutely right, a hundred percent. Paving a you know, papering over the cracks is not good. And we it, look, there was no papering over the cracks yesterday. It was there for all to see. And that really, for us, I think as big town fans, I think was probably a good thing. Absolutely. A wake-up call, as as Ross P puts it in the chat. Colin, we will look. We will discuss what you may change in the summer tomorrow, if that's all right. Yes, absolutely, mate. Yeah, you Perfect. take care. Enjoy your Sunday afternoon Cheers, tomorrow, 8.30. The GOAT will be Sit with that. me, as you've just heard, alongside Mr. George Good Nunn. Good Wait, point there, Colin, made there. I mean, maybe it is a case of, well, it's hope it's a case of, like, it feels like we're going a step backwards to go too forward for next season. Let's keep our fingers crossed. So. Yeah, I look forward to hearing what you've got to say there because he's you know, a fan that's seen it all up and down. Um, tomorrow, as well as Colin calling in, you can do so as well by clicking oh. tomorrow's link. We've got George and Alex joining me from 8.30, the F1 show from 7.15. Uh, two more comments. Stephen Parade, just like when King cocked up his transfer, thinking the team was better than he thought. Uh, mm-hmm. Mike the Fisherman, 11th in League One, struggling to reach the same point of last season with the best squad in League One. Says everything I need to know this Season. Any yeah. plans the rest of the day, Matthew? I'm just gonna go and have a little bit of a lie down. <laughs> you're not are you not feeling well. Well everyone's gone out, Stan's gone to a birthday party, so they're oh, gone nice. about. So I might get I might just get out kip or something. Nice. Yeah. I'm off to prison. Well enjoy it. We've got some love card vouchers I'm gonna spend. Lovely. I'm gonna get the biggest pizza and a bowl of chips. Oh, nice. and I'm just gonna soothe my soul after another game where we didn't win. Yeah, um nice. Can you imagine, last night I was having a conversation with Neil on Facebook Messenger about embarrassments and where does last night yesterday sit? I don't even think it was in top 15. Like We've had some right embarrassments over yeah. that. Okay, wait, wait, that's, a, that's a show in itself. Maybe some summer content. <laughs> right Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Most embarrassing yeah, moments. Just down, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yours. You can't compare last season and this season. Different teams in the league, different circumstances for everyone. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday, guys. He has been Good the on, Unwell guys. Mogul. I'm the Gov. We're back tomorrow, 8.30, F1 show at 7.15. Uh, and of course, don't forget if you're around here at Switch, don't get stuck on a jam. It's just buses. Go contact Ipswich us. buses, your local bus company serving your football team. Buses run every 10 minutes. Avoid the traffic. Don't get stuck in the delay. Get Ipswich buses today. A single £1.20, a return only £2. Find out more information at www.ipswichbuses.co.uk. Ipswich buses, proud to partner.